0: Welcome to Zichudaf Simanim, Abraham Goldhar, and today I'm Nadarim, Taf Ein The 10th parak, Narah So the three are going to focus on, number one, the next Mishnah states, One who says to his wife before traveling, On the darim that you vow, from when I leave here, until I return from such and such a place, shall be confirmed. He has said nothing because Hakama cannot be made before the netter exists. Arihan Mufarim, but if he said they shall be revoked, the says the hafar is valid, and the Chamun say it is not. Rabbi Yezer argues, If one may revoke Nadarm that already came to prohibition, should he not be able to revoke Nadarm that did not come to prohibition? If anything, it should be easier to revoke Nadarm that have not yet taken effect. The Chamun respond that the Torah wrote Hakama near Hafara. To teach that only nadarim which can be confirmed are able to be revoked, but nadarim which have not yet been made and cannot be confirmed as the mission began also cannot be revoked. Point number two, the Gemara inquires, according to Rehul that one may revoke nadarim before they are made. Do they take effect and then are voided by the hafara? Or or do they not take effect at all? Meaning, does the hafara prevent their ever taking effect? The Gamor provides a practical difference, in a case where someone else linked to this Nedar. The Ron's example is where she said, I'm a an Nazira, and someone said, I'm like her. If the nether took effect even for a moment, the second person's nether would also take effect, but if her netter was prevented from taking effect, the second netter would not be valid. The Gamor attempts to resolve the question from a Mishnah, which Reboleezo argued that if one may revoke Nedarim that have taken effect, certainly he can revoke those which have not. If the Nadarim are prevented from taking effect, the Kavah is readily understood, for it's easier to prevent their taking effect than to avoid them. The Gemur rejects this proof. And pointing with you, the Gemur suggests another proof from a which the Khamim argued to Rebbe Uma Umam Mikvah Shemalas Atmein Mutumasan a Mikvah, which raises Tame people from their Tuma state, in Matsu'ah Tahorim, Milatame does not save Tahor people from becoming Tame, meaning if a person touches Tumah while immersed in a Mikvah, he still becomes Tame. Adam is a then a person who does not raise Tameh items from their Tuma, meaning by swallowing and regurgitating a tummy ring, eno din yatsu at the certainly should not save taur items from becoming Tameh. Meaning, it should follow that one who swallows a taur ring and enters an ohel with a corpse should not protect the ring from becoming Tameh. Yet, in truth, it does. The Chamil thus undermined Rabbi Yazir's Kabuchom with this argument. This indicates that Rabbi Yezud's ruling would prevent Nadarin from taking effect just as the cases the Khamin discussed were preventing Tuma. The Gemara on the next up points out that the latter part of the brice would seem to indicate the reverse, and kakuds of the Khamin themselves were uncertain of the mechanics of Rabbi ruling. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission states, one who says to his wife before traveling, <laughs> On the Darm that you vow from when I leave here, until I return from such and such a place, shall be confirmed, lo, he has said nothing, because a kama cannot be made, before the netter exists, but if he said, they shall be revoked, the Lezer says, the hafar is valid, and the Kham say it is not, the Lezer argues, if one may revoke an that already came to prohibition, well, Yafir Nadarm should he not be able to revoke Nadarm that did not come to prohibition? If anything, it should be easier to revoke Nadarm that have not yet taken effect. The Chamim responded, that the Torah wrote Hakama near Hafara, Isha Yikimenu vi Isha to teach that only Nadarm which can be confirmed are able to be revoked, but Nadarm which have not yet been made and cannot be confirmed as the mission began also cannot be revoked. Point number two, the Gemara inquires according to Eliezer that one may revoke Nadarm before they are made, uvatlin, do they take effect and then are voided by the hafara, or dimelochon or do they not take effect at all, meaning does the hafara prevent their ever taking effect? The Gmor provides a practical difference, nidra, in a case where someone else linked to this neder. The Ron's example is, where she said, I'm a nazira, and someone said, I am like her. If the neder took effect even for a moment, the second person's neder would also take effect, but if her neder was prevented from taking effect, the second neder would not be valid. The Gamor attempts to resolve the question from a mission in which Ribalias argued that if one may revoke Nadarm that have taken effect, certainly he can revoke those which have not. If the Nadarm are prevented from taking effect, the Kavachomer is readily understood, for it's easier to prevent their taking effect than to void them. The Gamor rejects his proof. And pointing with you, the Gamor suggests another proof from a Bryson, which the Khamim argued to Ribaliasar, Uma Mikvah Shemala if a mikvah, which raises Tame people from their Tuma state, a matzua tohorin mulatame does not save Tawhor people from becoming Tame, meaning if a person touches Tuma while immersed in a mikveh, he still becomes Tame, Adam shein is a then a person who does not raise Tame items from their Tuma, meaning by swallowing and regurgitating a Tame ring, eno din hu shu'u yatsu'a tohorin mulatame, certainly should not save Tawhor items from becoming Tame, meaning it should follow that one who swallows a Tawhor ring and enters an Ohel with a corpse should not protect the ring from becoming Tame. Yet, in truth, it does. The Chamin thus undermined Rabbi Yez's Kabbalah Khmer with this argument. This indicates that Rabbi Yezir's ruling would prevent Nadarim from taking effect, just as the cases the Chamin discussed were preventing Tumah. The Gemara on the next up points out that the latter part of the Bryce would seem to indicate the reverse, and concludes that the Chamin themselves were uncertain of the mechanics of Rabbi Yezir's ruling. Alright, so now we go to our simur Daf Ain Hay, and this sim was suggested to us by David Zev Glickman from London, as well as Gedalia Weiss. They both suggested that ein Hay is an Amharats. An arts, So here goes. The Amharats, who told his wife, all the darn you make from now until I return from the arts convention, are revoked. Was so upset when he received word that his wife's friend was Matfi and Nether on his wife's revoked nether, that he missed his favorite convention competition of who can swallow the most rings to save him from becoming Tame. Once again slow motion. The arts, the arts that must learn of Ayn Hey, Amhaarits. The Amars who told his wife, on the darn you make from now until I return from the Amarats Convention are revoked, which reminds us, the next mission states one who says to his wife before travelling, on the darn that you vow from when I leave here until I return from such and such a place shall be confirmed, Willam Rakum he has said nothing because Hakama cannot be made before the nether exists. Hari and Mufarin, but if he said they shall be revoked, Rabbi Yazir says the Hafar is vowed and the Khamim say it is not. So the Amah Arts who told his wife, "On the darn you make from now until I return from the Amah convention, are revoked," was so upset when he received word that his wife's friend was Mati Zaneta on his wife's revoke. Netta, which reminds us, the like, Gemara inquires, according to R' Yezid, that one may revoke Nadarin the before they are made. may Chayin Uvatun Do they take effect and then are avoided by the Hafara, or Dibbel Or do they not take effect at all? Meaning, does the Hafara prevent their ever taking effect? The Gemur provides a practical difference. Kagunta Atvi Sakharina Bahadi Nidra, in a case where someone else linked to this netter. The Ron's example is where she said, I'm an nazira," and someone said, I'm like her. If the netter took effect, even for a moment, the second person's nether would also take effect. But if her netter was prevented from taking effect, the second netter would not be valid. So the Amma arts who told his wife, on the darn you make from now until I return from the Amma arts convention, a revoked, was so upset when he received word that his wife's friend was Matis and nether on his wife's revoked nether that he missed his favorite convention competition of who can swallow the most rings to save them from becoming Tame, which reminds us, the Gamora suggests another proof from a brice in which the Khamim argued to reveal If a mikveh which raises Tame people from their Tumah state does not save tahor people from becoming Tame, meaning if a person touches Tumah while immersed in a mikvah, he still becomes Tameh, Adam Sh malus a tome then a person who does not raise tummy items from their tumor by swallowing and regurgitating a tummy ring, a no yatsu a tohorin should not save Tahor items from becoming tame, meaning it shall follow that one who swallows a Tahor ring and enters an Oa with a corpse should not protect the ring from becoming tame, yet in truth it does. The Kamin thus undermined Rubagaz's Kabakomer with this argument. So once again. The Amma Arts, who told his wife, on the Darm you make from now until I return from the Amma Arts convention, are revoked, was so upset when he received word that his wife's friend was Matvisa Nether on his wife's revoked Nether, that he missed his favorite convention competition of who can swallow the most rings to save them from becoming Tame. All right, so now it's time for a 4 blah bah ein Off. So the simmer Daf ein off is a donkey going E-A. So here goes. The donkey driver, donkey driver, that must remember Dof, Ain Olaf E The Donkey Driver who came to pick up his poor daughter, who vowed as an Arusa, and then was divorced and betrothed, and divorced a hundred times that day, which reminds us the next mission states Nadraviarusa, yom she vowed as an Arusa, and was divorced on that day, yom Bobiom Afilamea, and then she was betrothed again even to a hundred men successfully Avia Ubachron Mefirin and Her father and last husband made jointly revoke her Nadarim. So, the donkey driver who came to pick up his poor daughter, who vowed as an arusa, and then was divorced and betrothed and divorced a hundred times that day, heard her last arus be made for her nadarim, that the first arus could have revoked. Which reminds us, Gamar asks, where do we know that the last husband may even revoke Nadarm that were fit for the first husband to revoke? Shmuel provides a source, And if she will be married to a man, and her nadarim are upon her. Nadarm shayu alehuk This implies even Nadarm that were upon her from before can be revoked by the second husband. So the donkey driver who came to pick up his poor daughter who vowed as an Arusa and then was divorced and betrothed and divorced a hundred times that day heard her last Arus be made for her Nadarm that the first Arus could have revoked because he was concerned that divorce might be equal to hakama and he might remarry her. That day, which reminds us, the Gemara inquires, Damya damya Is divorce equal to silence or hakama? The run explains that since the husband is aware that by divorcing her he will not be able to revoke her nadarim, divorcing her without revoking her nadarim may be tantamount to a hakama of her nadarim, similar to silence for a full day. The Gemara explains the practical outcome of this inquiry. Bao in a case where she vowed and her husband heard but had to and he divorced her and remarried her on the same day. Dafine base so the simple Dafin base is a thick piece of birthday cake. So here it goes. The man who divorced his wife who made a netter not tea from his birthday cake, birthday cake that must be more Dafi base, a thick piece of birthday cake. The man who divorced his wife who made a netter not tea from his birthday cake and then remarried her the same day, and was unable to make for a netter from before the marriage, which reminds the more attempts to prove that a divorce is like a coming from a mission which states that if a woman vowed on that day and her husband divorced her and remarried her on that day, he cannot revoke the netter. Apparently he could not revoke the because the divorce was tantamount to alkama. The Gora answers Hakub and skin, here we are speaking about a and the husband cannot revoke Nadarin from the previous marriage because he can never revoke Nadarin from before his marriage, except where she remained in Arusa and in the father's domain. So the man who divorced his wife who made a nether not to eat from his birthday cake, and then remarried her the same day, and was unable to make for her netter from before the marriage realized that there was so much noise at the party that he wouldn't be able to hear her Nadarim, which reminds us, Rami Barkamba inquired, Bal Maushing Yafir Bolashamiya, can the husband revoke Nadarim without hearing them? Do we say that the pusik which states Vishami Isha and her husband heard is a prerequisite for hafara or not? So, the man who divorced his wife who made a netter not to eat from his birthday cake and then remarried her the same day and was unable to make for her netter from before the marriage realized that there was so much noise at the party that he wouldn't be able to hear her nadarim. So he made a shriikh for the remainder of the party to revoke all her vows, which reminds us that the Zamachokas of a shriikh can revoke nadarim. Daf Ein Gimel. So the simmer Daf Ein Gimel is a giant ostrich egg. So here goes the deaf man mixing the giant ostrich egg's yolk. Giant ostrich egg that must mean one Daf Ein Gimel. The deaf man mixing the giant ostrich egg's yolk and white in a tiny mixing bowl, which reminds us, Rami Bar inquired, Herish Maushi Can a deaf man revoke the darm of his wife?" If one does not need to hear his wife's nadari to revoke them, perhaps that's only because he's capable of hearing them, but someone deaf who is incapable of hearing them might not be able to revoke them. This is based on the principle taught by Rabbi Zerah, any mincha which is fit for mixing, the mixing is not critical to it, and even if it's not mixed, the mincha is valid. But kosheh ain ruilabila, bila ma'akevasbila, and any mincha which is not fit for mixing, the mixing is critical and the lack of mixing invalidates the mincha. Or do we say the Torah did not intend the husband's hearing as a requirement at all? So the deaf man mixing the giant ostrich egg's yolk and white in a tiny mixing bowl splattered the yolk on the face of the man who was being made from the Nadarm of two wives at one time. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Can a husband revoke nadarm of two wives simultaneously? Osa davka or lav davka is the word her in the Pasuk of hafar meant specifically to only allow hafar of one wife at a time or not. So the deaf man mixing the giant ostrich egg's yolk and white in a tiny mixing bowl splattered the yolk on the face of the man who was being made for the nadarim of two wives at one time. But not those nadarim of his zarusa who reached the appointed time for marriage. Which reminds us, the next mission speaks about an Arusa who has reached the time by which Nasun was supposed to be performed, and the husband must support her as if she were Nesua. Rabbi Eliezer says since her husband is chayv in her mazonos, he can revoke her nadarim. The Chalmi hold that he cannot revoke Nadorim until she enters his domain with the actual Nesuin. Daf Ein So the Simr Daf Ein is a witness. So here goes. The two witnesses, two witnesses, that must be one Daf Ein dalid aid. The two witnesses on the scene of a Yavam, revoking the Neder of his Yavama, which reminds us. The next mission presents three opinions regarding the ability of a Yavam to revoke the Nedarim of Yavama. Rabbi Lezer holds that even where there are multiple Yavam, the Yavam who performed mimer may revoke a Nedarim, as the Gemara will explain. Rabbi Yeshua takes a middle approach. If there is a single Yavam, then he may revoke the Yavam as Nedarim. But if there are multiple Yavam, then no one may revoke a Nedarim. Rebekahiva says a Yavn can never revoke Nadarm of the Yavam because she is not his proper wife, even after Mimer. So, the two witnesses on the scene of a Yavam revoking the nether of his Yavama knew that things were going to get out of control when he told his brothers that because he had performed Mimer, he was no less than an ordinary Arus. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, How is it possible that Rebelezer can allow one of two Yavamim to revoke Nadarim, even if he would hold that the Zika bond between a Yavam and Yavam were strong enough to be like Erison and allow for hafara? But of there are two Yavamim, it is yet indeterminate who will perform Yivam. So Nadir's hafara should be valid. Rabbi Yami explained that the mission is speaking where one Yavam perform Mimer, and Rabbi Yazar holds like Beishami that Mimer, Conan, and where Mimer affects a complete acquisition of the Yavam and placing her in that specific Yavam's domain even for Nadari. So the two witnesses on the scene of a Yavam revoking the nether of his Yavama knew that things were going to get out of control when he told his brothers that because he had performed Mimer, he was no less than an ordinary Arus. And they called in a rabbi who announced that a Yavam is not considered a full-fledged wife for other matters and therefore even a lone Yavam cannot revoke Nadarim of a Yavama, which reminds us. Kiva taught that we never differentiate between one yavamah and two. Ukshar Ken can Nadarim. Just as for other matters, the Yavama is not considered married, so too with Hafara of Nadarim. The Gemara Daf Ein explains that the other matters in which Yavama differs from a wife refers to an accepted fact that a Yavama, even after Mimur, will not be liable to death by stoning for adultery like a Nara Arusa would. Kiva showed from this that a Yavama, even of a single yavamah, is not a full-fledged wife, even after Mimer. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which step do we discuss whether a deaf man can revoke his wife's nadarim? That's on Duff. Ein Gimel. Good, number two, which step do we keep it taught that we never differentiate between one Yavam and two? Ukshar Dvarim can nadarim, and just as for other matters, the Yavam is not considered married. So too with Afara, that's on Duff. Ayan doll. Good number three, which stuff do we make in a case when one says to his wife, before traveling, on the darn that you vow, from when I leave here until I return from such and such a place shall be revoked. That's on dove. Ayn Hey. Good number four, which stuff do we discuss? What if one explicitly said, confirmed for you for an hour and revoked after an hour? That's on dove. Ayan. Good number five. Which stuff do we have three opinions regarding the ability of a Yavam to revoke the Nadarim of a Yavama? That's on dav. Ayn Haid. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn if one swallows a Tahor ring and enters an Oho with a corpse? He protects the ring from becoming Tame. That's on dav. Ein hey Good number seven. Which stuff do we discuss? What if one made Hakama contingent on a hafara? That's on dav. Samachtesk. Good number eight, which Dafti Makokas if a can revoke Nadarim? that's on dav I am base. Good number nine, which dafti according to Yaza that one may revoke Nadarim before they are made, what would be the din if a wife said I am a Nazira, and another person was Makvis in the Nether and said, I'm like her, that's on dav. Ayn hey, Good number ten. Which definitely win the source that the last husband may even revoke Nadorim that were fit for the first husband to revoke. That's on Dav. Ay and all. excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Evram Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.